An Instagram post gets an unexpected boost. A TikTok catches in the algorithm. Sometimes that's all it takes to launch someone into internet fame. But then what? This Blew Up is a new podcast documentary that reveals how social media stardom is made. It's a different kind of fame that's not always as glamorous as it looks. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Alyssa Bereznak. You can listen to This Blew Up on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz and I'm joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Corlbeck. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. Gone for two episodes, but you know you're back. You're alive. You feeling all right? I'm alive. I feel good. Well, I feel pretty good. Um, I had like a pretty severe 48-hour flu or cold or something like that. Let's be honest. The Seahawks lost to the Panthers and you were like, I'm out. <laughs> I just couldn't. I couldn't face the world after that. Um, man, I wish that was the case, but no. I, I explained this to my friends. This is that the whole flu that I had felt like the instant you wake up after like binge drinking and you're like, oh, I have a terrible hangover. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that headache where it's like, this is going to be a bad one. This isn't one of those funny hangovers, <laughs> hangovers where you can like laugh with your friends. It's like, right. no, this one's going to be a problem. This is going to be like a 20, full 24 hour ordeal. Um, that was how I felt for like pretty much this whole flu. It was it, luckily it didn't last too long. Um, but I might sound a little bit off still, I think. All right. Well, I'm glad to have you back. And today, thank you. It's power hour, and we're power Ooh. ranking something in every Wednesday. And today, I'm very excited for this. We're power ranking all the rules that I want to change about football because I got <laughs> yeah. a lot of problems with you people. Hyphus really. is very passionate about this idea, as you all know, who are listening at home or wherever you're listening. Hyphus has a lot of thoughts on a lot of things. So this is really his <laughs> episode. This he's is really his. Yes. This is his um, final form. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to go through all the NFL rules that need to change. First, uh, Kyler Murray tore his ACL on Monday Night Football. Mm. I think Craig and I are responsible for that because we basically went through the waivers uh, we recorded Monday afternoon. And we're like, I mean, no one needs quarterbacks, right? Like, there's none. Yep. You know, if you have a quarterback, you're fine. So, like, I think it's our fault. Uh, I mentioned, one, just a lot of people probably lost matchups who needed, like, two points from Kyler Murray. That probably sucks. But, yeah, so yeah. he's out. And, DK, I'm just curious your thoughts on just, like, the Cardinals and Kyler and him being done. And it's kind of uh, I mean. Yeah, it sucks because especially this late in the season, it kind of puts some doubt on how early he'll be back next season. Um, I saw I saw some people talking about how it potentially gives the Cardinals an out in terms of like sort of resetting and 
fire their coach or whatever. Like to me, it's just it sucks for him mostly because like this could really impact next year too, not just like yes. obviously this year. But um, yeah, it was tough to see after three plays. Uh, that was definitely a wild swing for the fantasy stuff too. Kyler's a super divisive player. I feel like he's the only glue really holding that team together. I don't even know if that's a good thing, but like Cliff just seems like, you know, not an excellent coach. And then Steve Kime is their GM just doesn't seem like he's been doing a great job outside of kind of like my theory of just how he kind of Ozarked his way to keeping the job by being like, we'll take Kyler Murray. And that just saved everything. And Kyler, just the whole thing with Kyler is the magic. It's like the scheme that Cliff has doesn't seem great. It's just kind of like, Kyler just running around and making stuff happen is mm-hmm. the only way they can ever accomplish anything. And it's like, what is Kyler going into next season where you don't know if he has that magical explosiveness? And I'm sure he'll get it back like eventually. But like, again, as you said, DK, December 13th, I think they generally, generally, generally need to wait like at least a couple weeks to get the ACL surgery because the swelling right. has to go down. So swelling. he's not getting surgery really at least till like around New Year's Eve, nine month recovery. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, when is he himself? So it, it sucks. And it really just sets the whole team back like a year. It pushes a lot of things off for them. Yeah, it's so interesting. So- yeah, like the other thing that I thought they kind of went for it this year, obviously, like they traded for Marquise Brown in the draft. Um, They're an DeAndre old Hopkins, team. I know DeAndre Hopkins isn't getting any younger. They, they re-signed Zach Ertz this year. J.J. Um, Watt. <laughs> yeah, J.J. Watt. The team is like held hostage by itself. Like there's right. so many different reasons. It's held hostage by Kyler's contract, by Kyler's kind of like inability to make the leap, by Steve Kime, by Cliff Kingsbury's contract. Like the whole team is just like, it's like this holding guns at one another. Like they're Michael Scott in the office. <laughs> the vibes are atrocious. All year, the vibes are atrocious. You just, there's like, you could cut the tension with a knife. Anytime you see anybody on the sideline, they all just, they're all just brooding. Cliff yeah. Kingsbury looks like he hasn't slept in weeks. He looks Just like tough. SpongeBob when he's all dried out. It's crazy. <laughs> he really looks like someone who's been in Vegas for like three days too long. So yeah, it, it, the Cardinals, bad team. Bad things happen to bad teams. Bad Dude, the Cardinal Stadium strikes again. That place is just cursed for injuries, man. Turf, right? No, no it's the, actually the, grass. They're grass. They oh, literally have the field that they, it's, it's crazy. They, they wheel they the field roll. in and out. Yeah. Oh, right. That's what the Raiders do. Yeah, the girl. Is that what the Raiders do? Yeah, they roll it out and grow it and roll it back in, I believe. Yeah, the Cardinals had the st- they yeah, it's it's wild. So I guess strike one for my love of grass, but yeah. Um so that sucks for Kyler. All right, let's get to low power hour. We're, again, all the rules that I'll change is commissioner, czar, supreme leader, whatever. <laughs> this is the real NFL. The yeah. Yeah. The real NFL. Uh, we're doing this power hour style. So we're gonna go talk for in theory, move on after saying for two minutes. When you hear this sound. Tom Tom Club, baby. What is your new league called? Is it the NHL, the National Heifetz League? No, it's still NFL. It's, <laughs> wow, 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 that was a little much. He is, he is that much of a narcissist. He's going to name it the Heifetz League. That doesn't roll off the tongue. I mean, we did name something Danacy Football Podcast. That was stupid. That's true. That's true. Until I showed up and I was like, what are we doing here, folks? <laughs> it was this not great nightmare. for the whole SEO. <laughs> Just like three years of doing that, my phone still thought it was a typo. Maybe it wasn't Just the best Spelling thing. error. My God. All right. Anyway. All right. Kai, start the clock. Two minutes on. First thing I'm doing in charge of the NFL. No stupid rules. All the dumb rules are gone. I'm just (laughs) lumped. This is a good edict. 
Okay. The president with like the executive orders, you're like, on my first day in office, I'm like, everything dumb. Oh, the, the body weight rule with the NFL and the quarterbacks, like roughing the passer, everyone's going to relax with that. That stupid rule where if you're reaching for the goal line and you fumble the ball out of the end zone, the defense gets the ball, that's done. That's over. We're wow. absolutely done with that one. And that the Tyree kill, the rush, he picks up the fumble, runs 60 yards. The yards don't count as rush. Ridiculous. The, the, no more shadow yardage. Tyree kill gets the rushing yards for there. We're, uh, also, we're moving the trade deadline back three weeks. Like there will be more trades. I promise you. Ooh, I like that. And then, yeah. Uh, I mean, we're, we're going to have, uh, this is my most radical. We're going to have concussion spotters who watch the games. Because right now, I, I don't know what they're doing. They're all on their phone. Because I don't know if you saw Devontae Parker almost played last night, like unconscious at the line of scrimmage. I don't know how every fan watching a game can see someone as concussion and not the concussion spotters. The concussion, concussion spotters will watch. Mm -hmm. And then most importantly, the two things that will make DK happy. We're going to put chips in the ball. Yeah, to track the spotting. We're not going to have the old men just kind of guess. No more every. No single more play. chain gang charade. No, I, we're keeping the chain <laughs> gangs because the chain what? gangs are the exact part of it. It's fun. I like. It's old school. Oh but my like God. the the we're not going to have the spot determined by like where this. No offense, but like this, you know, sixty year old guy who's probably in very good shape because they're running up and down. But like they're just spotting the ball, and it's like no, we're putting chips in the ball, and then the chain gang just for fun, keep it old. School. You know what's the weirdest part of the spot is when like. A guy is running forward and he gets tackled and he's like gets hit back three yards, but then he kind of gets a second wins and, and gets two more yards and then he goes back two more yards and it's like this like <laughs> forward backward thing and then you just see the line ref just kind of like say fuck it I'm gonna meet you halfway yeah. and just goes right in the middle. Also, yeah. also, oh, sorry, love Tom Tom. We're so much disrespect to Tom Tom. Will probably happen today. Also, you know when the refs do that and the progress and they just throw that little card down. You know what I mean? Like they're watching oh, yeah, throw yeah, the card. Yeah. It's like, what is it? It's just, that's just so they vaguely remember what happened in the area. Like, what is that about? It's like forward progress, but if you kind of try too hard when you're getting tackled to like keep going, they'll, they'll move you back even more. It doesn't make any sense. There's a lot here, Heifetz. This is all one thing. You you did 10 rules in <laughs> one rule. Well, I, I wanted to do like experimental. All right, we can do another two minutes on the clock just to, to you guys yeah. discuss it. And we need to react to this, I feel like. So yeah, yeah please go. Well, That's first like of all, day one executive orders. It's just going to be a 20 minute Heifetz diatribe. <laughs> we don't even speak. I like most of these. The one question I have is number one. Well, it's not really a question. First statement. There are chips in the ball already. My question yeah. is, how are you going to do spotting? I think the spotting, it's like it's more complicated than just like having a chip in the ball, right? Because you have to know exactly where the guy's knee goes down, where the ball is. Don't we is. have the technology to have like the whistle? We need. Here's here's my suggestion is we have some sort of like video. It's like in tennis where they like do the thing with the ball on the out, like on the line or whatever. Like we need some version of that. Get some technology going. It's the year 2022. Like, come on, we, we can figure this out. I want to get rid of completely the chain gang. I think the chain gang is absolutely ridiculous. Like, it's fun. That's that. No, it's stupid. It's, I like the drama of like yeah, the fourth and short and the ref, does, guys. the ref puts up his fingers and he shows yeah. that there's one inch to go. My like favorite that. is when the chain gang comes out and does their little measurement and it's like a full three feet. I'm like, you couldn't see this from the <laughs> sideline? <laughs> Come on. Like couldn't, couldn't figure that out. Jesus. Uh, my, while we're here, my last, um, my last just executive order day one is um, we're, we're going to fix a catch. A catch is just, oh, yeah. it's like the Supreme Court with porn. You know it and you see it. I yes. agree. Uh, that we need is a catch committee watching yeah. every game, and there's three of them, so there can be no even split, and they just watch it, and they go, nah, catch. I'm fine with that. Yeah. 
Yes, I, I 100% agree with that. They, they're they thinking way too hard about what's a catch and what's not a catch. Like, we need some common sense. These are common sense rules. If, it's, if you ran on all these, like if you ran for president on all these things, I think you'd win by a landslide. Do you Thank think you so we much. could get the three of us to be the catch committee? Could we pitch that? That would look pretty cool. It's a catch. <laughs> That's a catch. That's a catch. Let's be honest. He caught that. Uh, I'm glad that you guys like this because these are my like get me elected and then all, everything else is like authoritarian. This is gonna be weird. It's like, gonna get dictator weird. like post I can't even remember takeover. like half the things you said. So while we're there on the catch committee, next one, I'm fixing instant replay. Um they they've been doing the sky judge thing more, which is mm -hmm. great. And like if people don't know it's sky judge, great name. And they're basically like they have a ref <laughs> in the booth and they're like watching, like, that was a huge mistake, and they buzz down, they're like, What the fuck were you thinking? Fix that. And like, it's just the way it should work. We're doing more of that. It's going to be like a ref watching with a Buffalo Wild Wings button. And when something goes really wrong, you hit it. Here's the thing. The rule is clear and obvious. This is how we're going to enforce it. They can only watch three replays. That's the rule. You can see every angle you want. You can only watch every angle three times. Because if you have to watch the... You have to, one of them has to be full speed because so <laughs> much is lost. One full speed, two slow-mo. If you have to watch any angle four times, that shit's not clear and obvious. We're sticking yes. with the call on the field. That's the rule. So in my instant replay, one, it's literally going to be faster. And two, like, that's it. Watch everything three times. And then if you don't know, then that's the answer. You still don't know. Yeah, there's been a couple instances over the last couple of weeks where the refs literally spend like five, like literal minutes watching a replay to figure out if it was a catch or not. I'm like, this is absolutely absurd. This is ridiculous. If you can't tell within like 10 or 15 seconds, it should not be overturned, period. Like, to me, like, this is way overthinking it. The NFL does this with everything. They overthink it. But, um, yeah, I like this rule a lot. Like, basically just put common sense back into these rules. I also kind of think Instant Replay's been pretty good this year. Like, th there's been fewer of those things where it took a really long time this year. I want the time back. You know in soccer, they add extra minutes on if there's, like, a delay? <laughs> it's a take it I off. I want the time back. Yeah. It it's annoying if the ref sits there for seven and a half minutes deliberating over what is clearly a catch. I want that time back. You're never <laughs> getting it back, Craig. <laughs> just extra time, but in reverse. That's pretty good. All right. Well, uh, here's some time back. I'll give you 13 seconds back before time, Tom, Tom. We'll just, there we go. Okay. We'll just right. play the Tom, Tom now. Boom. There you go. Time back. All right. Uh, I'm going to go a little more. I gave you all the good stuff up top because I'm going to be a dictator now. Okay. Next rule. I'm in charge of football. I'm, ner I'm nervous. No forward progress. Ooh, We're done I with this. I love this one. What, like, like the like we just it's one of the, we just accept it. It's just like, well, he was going there, but he fell like five yards back. But like that's as far as he went. Why? Well, okay, so I very much agree with you. But then, if there's no forward progress, then you could just pick up a like you could have two defenders pick up a player and run them backwards for <laughs> yes. forty yards. You've you want that? Absolutely. <laughs> Guess what? Don't get picked up and dragged by other people, man. Like if it's if, like player safety no if tom brady is first and 10 and gets picked up 50 yards and thrown backward guess what it's second and 60 don't get what picked i up. what i hate the most is if a defender knocks you back for an eight yard loss and after you've run eight yards forward they just put it at the four they just for some reason <laughs> decide to middle it i don't understand why that makes any sense the it's forward like this progress unspoken rules. thing I don't, I don't, I think I misunderstood what Hyphus was getting at. Like, no forward progress. I think that's a little bit insane. But Hyphus is saying wherever you get tackled is where <laughs> yeah, the ball is. Where you get is. dropped. Look, we only have in this world what we can take and what we can defend. It's like the idea that, like, you, oh, well, I got forward. It's like, 
It's not where you ended up. So, like, who cares? Sorry. Turn into like a giant rugby scrum where there's like a guy just like squirting out the top of the middle and just like <laughs> they're carrying him off Good. the field. Um, I think that forward progress, if if we were being more realistic, forward progress should be reviewable. Because it's just like this all in, it's like this, it's like they're God. The refs are God. Oh, yeah, he had, he, his forward progress was stopped. And everyone has to just say, okay. Well, no, that has to be that way because they end the play. Well, I think that, I think it should be reviewable afterwards because there's so many plays where, oh, they called it dead forward progress. And he was clearly not done. No, but they, when they said stopped, they called it dead, they, they blew the whistle and then people stopped playing some of the guys in the field. Like you can't have the, you know what I mean? Yeah, they should wait longer to blow the whistle. Well, it, maybe they wait till he's down and they're dragging him back. You know what I think is a cop-out? I always hate when guys like Mahomes are scrambling. It's like third and 10. And they clearly run out of bounds two yards before the first down. But they just like reach the ball forward yeah. when they're like out of bounds and they call it a first down. That's bullshit. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't get Coward. the first down. Holding the, He's like practically out of bounds holding the ball in front of the first down marker and they give it to him. I hate that. All right, next one. I'm in charge of football. New rule. Uh, number four, no punting mm-hmm. as a concept. It's out. Like, because people are like, well, you, 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 punting's boring and like there shouldn't be punting. And people are like, well, field position, it's such an important part of the game. Yeah, that's why you have to defend the field position. If it's important, don't lose your position. Keep the ball. It'd be very interesting to see how those strategies would change if it was you just basically knew you're in four down territory every every drive or whatever every series. Um, I like this rule a lot. I hate punting. I th- my thought was like something sort of hybrid where you, you can't you just don't have a punter on your roster, and if you want to punt, you just have to have your quarterback punt it. <laughs> you know, what I, I don't mean? know why they don't do that anyway. Yeah, I, that's funny. To this day, I do not understand why they don't just teach Patrick Mahomes how to fucking punt. Like you either go change, for it or you It would you change have your, everything. It. It's like yeah. Roethlisberger would punt. He was the only quarterback who could do it. The same way the Ravens were the only defense that practiced how to score touchdowns when they had the ball. And it's like, I don't know why more people don't do that. But with the punting, the irony is I actually think it would help defensive teams more because it rewards defenses for like, oh, we stopped you. 25 yard line. First, all right, stopped. All right, you're in field goal range. You know what I mean? And like, I actually think good defenses. I'm like half kidding about this, but I actually think the startup leagues are, it's too bad that they need to teach the guys special teams to like have them be able to make an NFL roster. Cause I wish the XFL and things, like if those games were two hours instead of three and it was all offense and no special teams, that'd be better. But also it, it's kind of a more interesting game where it's just, yeah, you have to go for and fourth down or like you lose the ball. Like I, I just, I actually think it would create a di- like a better product in a way, but the NFL would be way more scoring, way more yeah. scoring. But like, it's also I don't know, like it just rewards teams who can move the ball, and it rewards you good defense. Save coaches from themselves, like punting from like their own forty yard line. Well, yeah, what it would do is it would make teams like the Broncos exciting because they would get a ton of stops and then immediately just have the ball in the red zone exactly. and score way more. Instead of the Broncos being unwatchable, the Broncos are a great team. I think it it would be cool. Uh, yeah. Like that. All right. This one's from Craig. I love this one. We're talking about special teams. Craig. Craig says you should be able to rob field goals like their home runs at the goalpost. Imagine. Wait, like, it's, <laughs> you it's get a guy that game. jumps up. There's two seconds left, <laughs> and Justin Tucker has to kick a 59 yarder, and you're the Seahawks. And what you get to do is just put DK Metcalf back there, and he gets to jump up and swat the oh ball away God. if it's close enough this. to go over the the you know the crossbar. That is great. I love. I, that. I don't know if we need to spend two minutes on this, but I I think teams are going to be signing like Mutombo to like get in there just for that one play. Should Mahomes- I wouldn't even mind if you allowed like P 
people to get on other people's backs and jump up? Because you got to decide, you know, do yeah. you want to try and block the field goal at the line of scrimmage or do you want to try and create a wall around the crossbar that you can block the ball at? <laughs> oh my How cool God. would that be? I love it so much. I think you should be able to do anything. I always like they should throw a helmet up, try to like hit the ball with it. I don't care. I, I, oh, well, that's a good idea. Every team would just would would just sign some like six seven guy who had a forty five inch vert, and his <laughs> only job would be to just get up, yeah, and just be hiring volleyball players. Phil Dahlhauser, right. just like <laughs> just out here, like well, the other Roger Sherman. So on this note, Roger Sherman, I'm stealing this idea from him. I also think on this note, uprights like the actual goalposts at every team. We should literally move them. Like they can be different sizes. Like every it's kind of oh, like oh, baseball, they get to like, choose what they want. It has to be that way the whole season, but yeah. like the same way, like in baseball, like you can just move your outfield walls. Like right. if you have a really good kicker, like the Ravens, you make the goalposts really small and be like, well, Justin Tucker can hit it, but you can't. And the Bears, <laughs> you make them like 50 yards wide so that you always can make your kicks. But like, just, you know, add a, a little quirk, a little personality. What about if teams could choose the the width of the hashes in their home fields? <laughs> Why stop there? Length of the field. Yeah, there you we go. You have a 200-yard field. This the is like Bears, a huge ball. Like this is a hitter's yards. ballpark right here. <laughs> Just like the Astros, just put like a weird hill in center field for no reason. Yeah, there's a hill in the middle of the field. There's like a little pond in the corner of one part the of the waterfall. field. Waterfall. <laughs> like in backyard baseball. You ever see play the backyard baseball? The, the games where it's just like, oh my God, like this is the, this is the center field, just like someone's garage. What's like the, the Fenway, like the Green Monster or whatever? Like what's that version on an NFL field? Oh my god! Um, it's definitely the Rams. How like they had to build their thing in a giant pit for LAX, and I don't know. Like it's just like all <laughs> jagged from the construction. I think the real life version of this was that the Raiders played in a fucking baseball field. Yeah, like and then yeah. like players hate getting tackled on the infield because it hurt. Running to second base on a slant. Yeah. This we're like we're venturing into like basketball territory here. I well, yeah. There's to be more. Um, <laughs> While we're speaking of basketball, Craig had another idea that I really loved. That we could, sorry for disrespecting Tom. Tom, start the timer. Um, Craig, you had the idea of technical fouls, like after a personal <laughs> foul being like yeah. a one-on-one. Uh huh. I had another idea, like a can fist fight. That no. So it's like you know, if you're playing basketball and there's a technical foul in the game, they let. Like, let's say the, somebody playing the Warriors commits a technical foul. They allow the best free throw shooter on the team, Steph Curry, to shoot a free free throw. Um, I think you should get the same thing in football where a, a, the defense commits a technical foul. Let's say you're the Chargers. And now the Chargers get to put Mike Williams on the field with the, the team's best corner. And Justin Herbert gets to Ooh, throw one deep ball to Mike Williams. If he catches good. it, they get the ball at the spot. If they don't. I, I, I want to tweak that because I like the idea. Okay. That's too easy for the offense in theory. Here's what I like. Free throws aren't easy? No, I think a personal foul should be either the team can pick between 15 yards or you get a power It's not a personal play. foul, though. It's a technical foul. Oh, a technical foul. Yes, oh, I'm saying a well, technical foul. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because I was thinking for personal fouls, like in the NFL, uh -huh. it should be a they get a chance at a power play. And it's like- I love that. You get one play and it's 10 on 11. And so instead of 15 yards, you're like, we want one thing. And it's like, guess what? Like, we're going four receivers. You have 10 people. Like, <laughs> go for it. But you only the get power the power play, man. That is a phenomenal idea. A great Can concept. you imagine it's the fourth quarter and somebody commits a personal foul? So, like, Jeff Akuda has to sit out, and now you have 10 on 11, and you're just yeah. going five wide? 
How sick would that be? Especially like, yeah. especially like cornerbacks when they talk so much shit, and then like it ha- like Marshall Lattimore gets the Saints, he's out one play, and then Mike Evans scores a touchdown. I would just like love that. This is chaotic, yeah. but I love it too. I just I, I want to see more. I just want to see more action. Most of my rules just come from me wanting to see more action. These games are boring now. <laughs> Nobody throws for 200 yards anymore. I want I want free deep shots down the field. Bring back the juice foul. ball era. Uh, going away from action is just going to seeing stuff. DK had a great one, which is stop limiting uniform combinations. Hell just yeah. Just let people wear what they want. Phil Knight up in here. Phil Knight is going to just <laughs> cream his pants when he sees this. Like, I don't understand. First of all, does the NFL hate money? Like, what's their problem? Why do they have? <laughs> why do they have all these limitations on what uniforms you can wear? People would eat this up. Tradition. It's stupid. Like, yeah, we've been begging as Seahawks fans, and it's actually happening next year, which is awesome. We've been begging for the Seahawks old school, uh, like the royal blue throwbacks to, and like the silver helmets to come back. For honestly, I feel like forever. For it's been over ten years. I don't know why the NFL just said no for whatever reason. Imagine how many of these jerseys they'd sell. You know, we're in such a big nostalgia point in culture. It, yeah. You're so right, DK. I mean, like, we love, like, logos from the 90s. Looking back, we're like, oh, all the logos look the same now. Like, every brand has the same font, the same simplistic whatever. Like, looking back at Microsoft or old cars, like, we need. why don't we just, like, recreate all that shit? I'm totally with you on just, like, let teams, like, the, the old Falcons jerseys are super cool. The old Seahawks jerseys are super cool. I don't know why we're not just, like, injecting nostalgia back into football like we do with everything else. My brother texted me the other day that the NFL has not made a good hat in 15 years. And I think that's correct. (laughs) It's so true. They're doing it more. The Giants did the throwback. The color rush is good. The Giants did the throwbacks this week on Thursday, not this week, this year on Thursday in football with the old Giants logo. It was good because for a while it was, we can't do the helmets because they didn't want the players to have to change out their helmets because you actually have to have a different helmet for the things. And now they finally made enough helmets. and It was like a player safety thing slash they were kind of being lazy about it. And now they're actually caring more. So now like they are doing it, but they're still real commercially like, but the, like the Bengals white uniforms are like i know bill hates them but like dude those white Bengals things are sick i don't think they do a good job of it right now i think they need to get better designers and people like that just call phil he'll handle it yeah (laughs) phil get on the phone all right next one here offensive linemen are eligible receivers yes can somebody explain to me the the ineligible man downfield penalty? Because I've never understood why it was created or exists, and I think it's stupid. That's the thing. So but I think the short answer is the, the short answer is basically that they're like, well, everybody's not supposed to like the linemen block. Like they are the only position in sports where your only job is to protect your teammates. They can't catch. Then they're like, all right, you can't go like two yards downfield on a pass plan block. Then they start doing RPOs where the offensive line's job is to run block. And then if the quarterback doesn't like the run, they pass it. In college, you can get four yards downfield. The NFL, it's two. So the problem is anytime an RPO timing is disrupted, like anytime they don't get to their first read, the, the offensive line doesn't know what's going behind it. They're run blocking. Right, they're not the quarterback looking backwards. Just, yeah, they're just throw, the quarterback throws to like something. They have to escape pressure. They throw it, and they're like, flag, offensive lineman, ineligible receiver downfield. Motherfucker, no one thought he was a receiver. Like, it's so stupid. But then I'll go a step further. Why? Why can't they catch the ball? How many times do you see a quarterback trying? Like, just let him catch the ball. It's always fun when they have the ball. If a coach can get creative and design a play where a left tackle runs an out route and catches an eight-yard pass, let him do it. Do you guess How is it making the game worse? Panay Sewell caught a pass this yeah. weekend. He was an eligible receiver. They they declared him before. The, I don't know. I, I agree with this. I, I, I hate the illegal 
man downfield or whatever rule. Like to me, it's just kind of bizarre. I was actually reading up on it and I didn't see any compelling arguments for why they should keep it. I mean, I think it has something to do with equity between offense and defense. Like it makes it very hard on the defense. If you, yeah, it would definitely fuck with the defense, but that's okay. Cause forward progress is over. Right. And we're, you know, fantasy football related. So we want offense. So. Now the defense can block kicks at the crossbar. So exactly. you know, it but no, out. It, if this were my executive orders, I would be like down an eligible receiver is just at five yards now. instead of two. Like, it's fine. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. We're talking about offense. I'm stealing this from the XFL. There should be a three-point conversion from the 10. And it sounds mm. gimmicky, but I just want to punish uh, I want to punish teams for being up nine points because you should score touchdowns, not kick three field goals. So I like that. And also I think it would be fun. It would just I I don't see I don't think there's any argument against it. And while we're changing scoring, I have another one, but I'm I'm curious how you guys feel about a three-point conversion. So this would just be another another way to like make it easier for teams to come back within like two minutes or whatever. It's like they yeah, can't. an extra point, two point from the two, three point try from the ten. I'm wondering if the ten is long enough. But yeah, I mean, I like the. I'd idea. be open to the fifteen. Yeah, I like the idea. I like. The, I think it needs to be fifteen. I think ten's too That's close. That's fine. While we're changing scoring rules, I think safety should be worth seven points. Like <laughs> a safety is so hard. A safety is yeah. so rare. It's so dominant. It's also like mirror image. Like. It, 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 you put the other team into their end zone. That's so embarrassing. But here's the thing. I don't think you should get the seven. It should come out of the other team's score. So if it's zero, zero, and there's a safety, it should be zero to negative seven. And this, imagine if this was in conjunction with the no forward progress rule. There, th- it would be <laughs> probably, No, they probably can't even coexist. <laughs> this would be just wild. One or the other. I like it. But, but not Sean, Sean Fennessy said this the other day. Safeties are not worth enough. I know you get the ball back, but like still, it's crazy. It's like very hard to get a safety. Yeah, they should be worth like four or five, which I know is just way too chaotic. But it's I don't think it's worth should be worth seven, and it definitely shouldn't be worth just two. I'm okay with that. I'll meet in the middle at four or five. That's fine. But it's just it's two is not enough. That's all. The end zone is worth six. However, you get there, just make it worth six. That's that's. that's but you don't. You're not there. You don't have the ball in the end zone. But well, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. It's very difficult though. Because then a strip sack where you recover a touchdown in the end zone is the same thing as a safety. Right. You're right. Yeah. I didn't think it through. Great song. All right. Uh, I have one other one that I haven't thought through fully. Okay. Let's flesh it out. 
I've always wondered what would happen if there would there would be just why does the quarterback the only one with a radio? That seems insane. That seems like a <laughs> legit relic of like World War II when they're storming Normandy and there's one guy with the radio box. I'm like, in what like what like in what world now would you, everyone not have a radio? I kind of love <laughs> football, like being the quarterback has to communicate, but wouldn't everything change? If they could hear, I'm like, what if they just put that live audio on the broadcast of like McVeigh telling everyone what to do? I'm kind of, I don't know. Everything Maybe take it a step further. Just let McVeigh be in the huddle. <laughs> it's funny like, that an extra, like the refs are just hanging out. He's just there. Yeah. He's just calling the plays in the huddle. And then he runs off to the sideline for the play. Who cares? Yeah, it's true though. <laughs> like, cause you know what? You watch like peewee football and that's exactly what the coaches do. The parents are just behind them 10 yards. You can't have like, 70 yeah. year old coaches doing that though. Why? The refs are know. 70. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, like, so instead, they got to have a little walkie-talkie from 75 yards away, and they got to tell the guy what to do? Just tell him. Andy Reid's probably not going to have the stamina to, like, run back and forth to the huddle every He can have one of those little carts that people use in grocery stores. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Just wheeling it like Marshawn Lynch. He's going to have a segue. Yeah, he's got, Blart. like, a dashboard full of his plays that he shows people on his little cart. That sounds kind of good. I'm just saying, you know, again, it's just there are parts of football we just accept. It's like, yeah, one guy is the rate. It's like they can talk to one person. Yeah, but don't you think that when what Sean McVay is telling Matt Stafford might not be, you know, beneficial for everyone to hear, especially like what if he talks a little shit? What if he's like, I don't want you thrown to Allen yeah. Robinson right now? Mm. Maybe I know. it should just be between the quarterback and the coach. It's a, yeah, it's maybe. a sacred bond. <laughs> but also how much of his job is just relaying Stafford to relay to everyone else what their job is? It is a redundancy. You're right. It's I just so think wild. he should be in the huddle. Let Mike Tomlin be out there with Pickett. They have 40 seconds between plays and 30 of it's telling one person to tell everyone else what to do. That's all. I'm saying we can rethink the process. I don't have the answers yet. This assembly line of information. It's yeah. crazy. Last, uh, give your extra time back. Last one. This is not a rule. This is just a thought for the broadcasters. Zoom out. Just zoom out on all the Thank games. Thank you. God. I was a huge fan of Skycam. I thought Skycam would be revolutionary because it's like football is designed one way and we turn it 90 degrees and watch it that way. And I was like, that's why it's confusing. Skycam gives people motion sickness. There's no depth perception. It doesn't work for like broadcast. If you guys watched the X-Ray Vision broadcast at Amazon Prime for Thursday Night Football. I do. It is a fucking game changer. So X-Ray Vision. They just zoom out. It's kind of like when you're playing Madden and you hold one of the triggers and it zooms out and it's like, it shows the name under every player. And it's really cool. But more importantly, it's the regular broadcast view. So it's the regular side view. It's just zoomed out to show the safeties. That's it. It's just like zoomed out. It is so different to just watch regular football. But like, you can just see the safeties. It changes everything. My impression of that, because I watch that every single time. I don't. It's Prime Vision or whatever it's called. X-ray Vision. They have all the stats too. We don't. I don't necessarily right. need the next gen stuff. Um, I don't need any of that. They could just like eliminate that, and I'd be fine. But yes, to me, that is the. It's a sort of like this uncanny va- like it. It feels like you're there almost. Like that. That's the um, closest I've gotten to feeling like I'm in the stands, like maybe second or third level, watching the game, and you can see what everybody's doing. You can see guys that are like wide open and the quarterback just didn't see them. I don't know. Like to me, it just looks so much more real. It feels like you're at the game. And I think that's a really cool feeling. I, I know a lot of people are probably just going to hate it because you can't see the individual guys quite as much. But Heifetz, dude, you know how upset I get when like Kyler's running around and they keep, yeah. they just continually keep zooming in until like they, the cameraman like literally can't even like keep track of where Kyler is. Yeah, just no zoom Roger the fuck Deacon's out, wannabes. Guy. 
Just removing all artistic ability from the cinematographers, exactly. from That's the cameraman. all I want. Well, how about this? You can choose what your camera angle is. It's up to you at home. Uh, Give me five hard. different options. It's not that hard. You can have zoomed out, zoomed in, whatever. It's it's like Madden. Just pick. They give you five options, NBC. You select the one you want for any play. That sounds wonderful. Absolutely. I, I forgot this one, but I did want to know, DK. Craig said in that there should be a designated survivor-style quarterback for primetime games, which is incredible. Like, you know, like at the State of the Union, they have to have, like, the Department of the Interior or whatever is, like, not there in case everyone died. We need that for quarterbacks for primetime games so we don't see yeah. Grant ripping. I'm just so sick of, like... Garrett Gilbert <laughs> starting a Monday night game because the starting quarterback got hurt. I hate it. I don't know. I don't know who the designated quarterback should be. Maybe it's like a team that once a team is mathematically just eliminated Romo. from the playoffs, he's, he's like, just available. That's sure. good. The mathematically eliminated is pretty good. <laughs> just like I don't care who it is. Like Baker Mayfield, Phil he's Rivers. now just the designated yeah. survivor. If if I'm watching a game and Kyler Murray gets hurt last night, Baker Mayfield goes in, even though Kovalev's not bad. He's decent, but like. I, I in no world do I ever want to watch a game where Derek Carr goes down and then I have to watch Nathan Peterman on Sunday night. That should never be the case. It's not fair to the Raiders. It's not fair to us at home. Give me Matt Ryan or something. Dude, we've had we've had an incredible amount of this this year too. I, I actually I can't remember off the top of my head, but I saw this stat. There's something like eleven teams have had quarterbacks play every game this year. It's just it's crazy. Who was the quarterback for the Raiders that started a playoff game? Is it Connor Cook? Yeah, that should not happen. Yeah. It shouldn't yeah. happen. They should Designated be able to just survivor. go get Davis Mills or something. Nick Josh Johnson is the perfect example, actually. Josh, Josh Johnson, the designated survivor. Like That's we just it. need, to, good we need to, He's not good enough. Yeah, he is. He's been on fourteen teams for thirty something years. Playbook. That's he's not a good guy. sign. Usually, more teams equal bad. He's, he's, the better you are, the less teams you're on. That's generally how that works, dude. Well, I, I tweeted out. I tweeted out Josh Johnson. Was signed with teams before you were born, and he's going to be signing with teams well after you've died. I tweeted that in 2018, and he's still doing it. He's still signing with teams. It's been four well, we years. Thought you were going to die this week, so there we go. He almost was. I mean, who knows, man? You know this dude. He must live in an RV. Does a lot of traveling. <laughs> All right. Well, those are my ideas. Shout out, like to Tom, like Tom, Thursday night football. Ryan Fitzpatrick is just the designated quarterback. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Think about that. He's on the sideline in full pads and he's doing the reporting. And he's like, I've studied both playbooks. I could go in on any team at any moment. Seems Somebody like gets hurt. Job. He's like, all right, I'm on the Chargers. And he runs in. It's really good. <laughs> all right. Let's get to some emails. But first, looking to get more out of the NFL this season. Well, now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money line to touchdown scores to over under yards. This week, Giants are playing Washington. I got bad news. Giants kind of suck. I feel like you should bet on Washington. They've been prepping for two weeks. <laughs> Ah, sorry to spoil your alert. Giants going to lose. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game. Parlay. FanDuel is also now live in Maryland. Marylanders, make sure you get in on the action also with great offers boost just for you. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in free bets when you join with FanDuel with promo code RINGERFANTASY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, or Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Woo! Got it. That was impressive. Can I add one more dumb rule? Yeah. No sliding. You can't slide anymore. <laughs> A lot of these are like anti-player safety, I feel like. We're just trying to get rid of quarterbacks altogether. Defenders are petrified to get near somebody who might even think about sliding. You can't slide. You got to dive head first. And if you do slide, you can get hit. If you're running with the football, you can get tackled. That's my rule. Fake sliding back in. What would you trade? If you're a defender, would you trade fake sliding allowed if you could get rid of forward progress? And you're like, actually, we're just going to pick Kyler up and we're going to just throw Kyler like 30 yards back. Like it's a bad example because he just got hurt. But It'd be a lot easier to do that now. Yeah, all right, DK, while you're gone, a lot happened. Um, okay. Most importantly, we decided we have to nickname Tony Pollard. So yeah. we got some really good entries. Someone oh. suggested Hannibal Lecter because he's, you know, in the movie for like 18 minutes, but he's the star of the show, <laughs> <laughs> which I really liked. Someone basically said Manu Ginobili, which I love because it's like second best player. Don't know why he's on the bench. <laughs> we got a really good one, though, from Derek. And this one's up there with the Hannibal Lecter. Since Deion Sanders is prime time, we should just call Tony Pollard part time. Oh, that's so good. And you can either, and it works perfectly because part time Tony works and part time Pollard works too. Part time wow. Tony. Part time Pollard. Part time Pollard. Part time Pollard is so good. Part time Pollard. <laughs> prime time Sanders and part time Pollard. Someone give this man a full time job. He's <laughs> part time Pollard. He's like working for Dallas, he's like logging his hours. Yeah, he's a temp. He's <laughs> the only one open for overtime. Oh, that's good. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> uh, also, DK, we talked a lot about Brock. We we made a lot of nicknames for Brock. It's kind of difficult to... Um, for Brock Purdy? Yeah, and then yeah. Craig also said Brock was like a top candidate for like, if you had a movie villain right now, like, a you know, an annoying, uh, you know, like the bad... The, like the a like boyfriend. a teen rom com who's like the 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 villain like the douchey villain and he probably <laughs> Brock, be named Brock. top five name <laughs> yeah yeah we were like Chad Hunter Brock anyway we got an email from a guy named Brock about us saying Brock. A, like you know the shitty boyfriend name I will say Brocks are usually very attractive so well Brock who will go last nameless says I took this uh, Tinder girl out to dinner and she had the audacity to start the conversation saying do you think your name Brock has anything to do with your success with women. <laughs> And Brock says, I was so, <laughs> I can't believe that happened. It's so funny. Brock says, That's I was amazing. so dumbfounded. I didn't know what to say. So I got up, I went to the bathroom and I just left her. Brock move. What a Brock move. That's the Brockiest big, thing you could ever do. That's Brock why move. he's, Bro so is that like nominative determinism? Is that like because he was named right. Brock? Yes. He's like that? Or is it like being in Brock, in society as a Brock made him ghosts? Someone I think it's kind of a little bit of both, right? It's like being a quarterback. It's like nature versus nurture. Yeah. It, it matters who you are, but it also matters where it's you landed and what your name was. Yeah. Yeah. And how hot you are. 
and how hot you are. Do you think if you just name your son Brock and he was going to be like a six, when you name him Brock, he'll end up a seven? Just that, <laughs> just by God's will. He's They're like, oh, be you more named athletic. your kid Brock? We'll up him a point. Yeah. You want to broaden your kid's shoulders? Name him Brock. It's <laughs> pretty good. Higher T. Yeah. Speaking of names. Higher got T. Any- <laughs> got any of your email? Just a T boost. Brock. T boost. Hey, guys. So a while back, you guys talked about the last in Johnson, and I believe it then snowballed into a conversation about names that mean penis. And this week, mm-hmm. Craig and Heifetz brought up how the name Peter mm-hmm. means penis. Mm-hmm. And now I know I had to send this email because as you can see from my email address, my name is Peter Johnson. Oh, yeah. And he says, I was 12 years old when I realized I was named Penis Penis. Dick squared. <laughs> In college, I was regularly called Dick Dick, and people people were very disappointed when they saw my middle name. I appreciate R. the lack of effort into that nickname. I like when things are stupidly simple yeah, and creative. He says, my middle thing. initials are, but it doesn't stand for Richard, which people were upset about. Mm. He says, I found out my name was Penis Penis because while playing on my youth football team, we would yell, Peter, 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 to stay away from a punt. And for years, I thought it was just a coincidence. Maybe there was a famous Peter who was a punter or something. But no, it's because the old school football players yelled this so that you run away from the Peter, Peter, a.k.a. the penis. And yes, this is a little troublesome in the year 2022. Oh, I see. It's a bit of a homophobic uh, thing. I got yeah, it. I got it's you. It's almost like the, the football players in the 40s weren't very progressive. So good old uh, Peter Johnson here says, again, I'm 12 years old and I go home and I confront my parents about why they named me penis penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said, I'm like, how could they? They claim they didn't know. Mm. They claim they just liked the name. Sure. My mom, fairly innocent, didn't grow up with the last name Johnson. Sure. But what about my dad? He should have known. Who grew up in the 50s and 60s, which was the peak era for when Peter meant penis. He also played football. The whole time he had the last name Johnson. He should have already been sensitive to this. He should have known what to not name his kids. No Harry, no Richard, none of that. So let's just say I won't make the same mistake with my kids. Thank you from Peter Dick Dick Johnson. P.S. I'm in last place in both of my leagues, but still love the pot. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, we should send those people some merch. If you're in last place and you're listening to like a week 15 show from us, you deserve something. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's funny. We The name Dick is literally like a very common name. People gotta call their children Dick. Well, anymore I, I, though? Not anymore. Still? No, Richard's kind of cooked for My dad went age. by Dickie when he was growing up. Yeah, but who, who's the youngest kid alive right now who goes by Dick? That's a good question. I don't know. If you know anybody who goes by Dick, email us. The chart for the last 50 years of people naming their kid Richard is probably same to like the chart for like FTX stock from like the last like five weeks. It's just like, it, that shit just, you know, just like it just, there's a cliff. I think Dick is going to make, I think it's going to make a comeback. FTX or Richard? Dick. The the name Dick. Everything comes around. Like eventually someone's going to be like, I'm going to name my kid Dolly. I have a question. Yes. Why is the word Johnson a nickname for a penis? (laughs) That's a good question. We should look that up. There was a, you guys, you guys are probably too young for this, but when I was growing up, there was a very famous like t-shirt line called Big Johnson. (laughs) And it was like all these puns on like just guy like a guy with a big dick, essentially. My the people born in like the early eighties are gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. You guys will not know, probably. There's there was a big 
Big Johnson and Coed Naked were like these two t-shirt lines that everyone my age loved. There's a a theory that Johnson originates from, I guess there was the name of like the big levers they had to do on the railroads. I guess that was named the Johnson. That's a theory. I don't know if that's the reason. Guys, I grew up a huge, huge fan of one Randy Johnson, Mariners yeah. pitcher, Mariners power sure. pitcher. He's six foot ten. They called him the big unit. Yeah. One of the best. Oh, nicknames is that of all time. why? Well, I don't know. It, it, I never those... thought about that. That was in backyard baseball. His little nine year old self was in backyard baseball as the big unit. Is that why? That's right. Randy Johnson. Randy Dick, the big unit. Oh my Stop. God. Isn't he just like a photographer now? Yes. Yeah. The Talented Randy Johnson guy. fastball bird video is maybe one of the top 10 sports videos that there is. Just crazy. That is amazing. Well, fun fact Randy Johnson, born in Walnut Creek, California. You know who else was? Me. <laughs> Craig, the small unit Hurlbeck? Medium unit. <laughs> average Slightly unit. above average unit. Average unit, but can still get the job Perfectly done. Perfectly acceptable unit. It's how you use it, unit. <laughs> the motion in the ocean unit. It's perfectly fine. The serviceable unit. <laughs> serviceable unit. The, the you should get to know him unit. <laughs> He's funny unit. He's, he's, he's got a good personality unit. <laughs> he's kind. The, he's kind unit. Nice guy. Boyfriend material unit. Fiance material. That's right. Put a ring on it. Oh well. my God. I can't laugh. I'm, I'm stifling my last because if I start laughing, I'd start coughing. And I apologize for that. But this is funny. All right. Well, let's, on that note, let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. All right. Thank you, TK, for surviving. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Kai, for production help. Uh, thank you to everyone for various ideas that I stole NFL rules from Roger Sherman, etc. Thank you to him for listening. Thank you, everyone, for emailing. Emails at ringerfantasyfootballgmail.com if you have any thoughts on my rules or, my God, anything we just talked about. Woof. Thank you, Lauren. Lauren. Thank you, Usher. And also, thank you guys for covering for me the last couple of episodes. I appreciate oh. it. Oh. Sorry, I missed no it. I had, Thanks, I had big time FOMO as I was laying in bed being miserable. Yeah. I you're you welcome. We had um, we literally had no choice. But yeah. Also, welcome. you you were like texting our uh, our text chain during the show. You doing like the <laughs> yeah, trivia did. stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn it, I missed this. We I did have to make you feel a little film up. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was a little bit part of it, so that was good. Yeah, we actually talked about it on the pod that we were texting the group. <laughs> oh, did you? Nice. Yeah. We didn't know what to do with the bands. Yeah. What did you get? How did you end the? How did you end the pod? It didn't occur to us till we got there and we were like, oh, did you guys shit. name bands? Well, we had an inside joke about Waka Flock of Flame mm -hmm. for one episode. So he was the band choice. And then <laughs> the other episode, what did we do? Uh, I think I shouted out Midland and then we had Kai we shout out Arctic Monkeys. Is that what Kai shouted out? No, it was Jesse. Jesse shouted out Arctic Monkeys. And then because Kai had a story that he had met Waka Flocka at an airport once. Oh my God. <laughs> Which he, we didn't say on the pod, but Kai, our producer right now, met Waka Flocka at an airport and said he was really nice. <laughs> we were like, do you go up to him and be like, Waka Flocka? Excuse me, Mr. Waka? Mr. Mr. Flame? Flame? And he's like, Mr. Flame was my father. <laughs> Call me Waka. Call me Waka. All right, goodbye, everyone. <laughs>